Hi everyone, welcome to Travel Chats Podcast. We're back with another episode. It is Danielle Renati. Hi. <laughs> I feel real pro when I do that. I'm like, it's Danielle Renati. <laughs> Here we are again. I mean, yeah, it wasn't too long ago that we spoke about your travel to Kenya and everything. Yeah. And I guess what we wanted to touch on today is how the world's opening up a bit more and our travel plans for the year. Because like Artie said in the last episode, doing all the paperwork and documents oh, that wow. you did do. Didn't really put you off, though. No. So, no, it didn't. It didn't. I'm still I'm still planning to go. Yeah. <laughs> and I actually know, because we've spoken about this, obviously, off mic, that you have major travel plans <laughs> for this year. I do. I do. It's, it's, oh, my God. I do have them. But I think we both have plans, which is so exciting. You've already done something. <laughs> like what, what? What? What happens? You'd already left the country and come back. Yeah, I mean, I literally came back two days ago. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no. So I went to France. Mm-hmm. Um. And I actually got Artie to help me though, try and figure out <laughs> all the things that I needed to go. Um. But I didn't fly. I took the Eurotunnel, and I went with my family, and we drove. So, which is Can quite you park easy. The Eurotunnel, like you could put your car. Yeah, yeah, so it's basically like, it'd be the same as a ferry, so you drive onto the train, and you sit in the car, and it How literally How massive takes, is the train? It's huge, it's like double-decker, and it takes only 35 minutes, though, to get to Calais from Folkestone. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it's really not long. I mean, the I have wow. a very long drive, so it <laughs> takes me, like... To where you're going, yeah. 12 to 15 hours to get to... Oh my god, that is dedication. (laughs) Like you said, that we both, I was looking at the restrictions of rules for you too because things have just changed again. Yeah. And so, like, France is letting us in, but they've got restrictions, they've got things on there. It's all very dependent on, like, your last jabs. Like, it's so, you know, how was that process for you? Because that was actually last, how long was it before you decided as a family, yeah, we're going to go? Well, we kind of sorted everything out. So the week before. So I guess a bit similar to like what you were saying in your last episode. So it's about like five days. Uh-huh. But I didn't start booking everything, like even the train, until the Thursday. And we were leaving on the Saturday night. So it's literally like two days before. Yeah. And I had to upload documents for five of us because my nan came. It was me, my dad, my nan, my mom, and, and my brother. brother. Yeah. yeah. So like, and I did all of it. They were like, oh, you're the travel expert. So you should do all this stuff. <laughs> and I'm like, nan, you've literally just been to America. And she went to Ireland this year already as well. So you've done all these things yeah. and you know more about it than me, which is like, I think you said in the last episode, my nan and my aunt were saying about like where to get the, uh, mm-hmm. um, like the tests and stuff from. So, you know, they were telling us is about that. Is it different now? Because obviously they told me this in September last yeah. year. Well, we use the same place. So it's like um, travel clinic. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's the same place. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think maybe the prices have changed slightly and stuff. But um, yeah, you can get a fit to fly lateral flow test. Um, they either do it there mm-hmm. for like £30 or you can get one like a self-test kit and just pick it up and do it £25. And it See, that's still... new. I never had that. Yeah. So I think because the rules have changed as well, you used to have to have a PCR for most places. Mm-hmm. But I mean, for France, we only needed, you could use a lateral flow if you're... I think it's if you're fully vaccinated. Like I'm a lateral sure. flow that you've bought? Okay, yeah, so you have to buy it. No, yeah. no, you have to buy the fit to fly one. So that's £25. And then you literally take it and they give you results like 
after like an hour or something. So you literally just have it there. But then you, it's quite techy though, because you have to take a, like a picture and you have to make sure your COVID or your test is in the picture and then the box and the number uh, you have to write on it. So like, <laughs> just make sure you follow the instructions. Like step because, by step. Yeah, yeah, but they'll tell you if you've done it wrong and just to okay. like re-upload it. So don't throw away your test until they've actually like <laughs> confirmed what it is that's a good tip yeah don't <laughs> throw away don't get confident <laughs> negative um but yeah you do that within 48 hours mm-hmm. before you travel so it was the same i guess maybe it's the same you take a plane but we had yeah. to do that and then a sworn statement huh for france so it's just like to confirm that you haven't had any covid symptoms before you go so okay. five sworn statements and then um still need your covid international pass um so yeah just Got that one. Um, I wonder what they do if you lie on a sworn statement. Because you're just signing your name saying, I agree that I don't have symptoms. Yeah, but you wouldn't really be able to lie because then you're doing your test test, anyway. But that sworn statement's like a... It's like you're you're in your full state of mind saying... Like, you're not breaking the law. You're like, look. Interesting. I just always wondered. Because that's what they had in Kenya as well. That's why you're doing that form. Because you're telling them, I'm... I, as a human being, am very honest. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so it wasn't too bad. But like I said, I think it was just stressful, like, having to do it for five people. And then Mm -hmm. I... That's the first time I've traveled in like oh my what, god like three years yeah the last time I traveled it was twenty nineteen so that's the first time I've traveled abroad was that with me in Park yeah like wherever it is that like, we went last so no is was it that was yeah, November yeah. yeah so that was it oh my um, god so I hadn't yeah. been to France since like January twenty nineteen and then. Yeah, I was there now, but obviously, like, so much has changed and there was so much to do. But actually going there, like, it was fine. So I basically took your tip from your travel hack from last time and I printed out all of my documents for (laughs) every single one of us. Because I didn't want to have to worry about it. It was just good to know that I had it, except for, like, they didn't ask for any of it. Well, that's that's gonna be the scenario sometimes, isn't it? Oh my god, you must have just been like, really, really, please see them all. No, well, I think the thing is, cause like in the Eurotunnel was quite good. You just upload all of your documents online, so they Mm -hmm. tell you you need to upload this by this day. It was like it's very quite easy to follow. Is it like part of a booking? So you book your spot. Yeah. So you book your like your car in, and then it just said like you need to submit your health documents. So it's from the Eurotunnel, it was quite informative about what I actually needed to get in, Mm -hmm. and then also what I needed to return. But it was a bit like, again, techie, because the rules were changing. So I think I was just, just as we were going, we knew that when we were coming back, we didn't need to take the two-day, you need to take a two-day test before you got, back into the country right yeah but england was waiving that so not yeah it was like two days before you got back into the country i think but we didn't need to do that anymore i mean because i I mean we were all fully vaccinated as well so obviously the rules are different um so yeah we didn't need to do that and we just need to do a personal locator form and then even though they already had our covid pass documents we had to upload those again but i mean i'd already had them as pdf forms so i just uploaded them so it was fine but yeah, and then like, I mean, I didn't really go out. We didn't do any of that stuff. But I think... Well, all the they... local town, the areas, you know, um, the local areas like open. And yeah, still things seem to be open. Like we yeah. drove past the market um, and yeah. stuff like that. So like things were open. We just didn't really go like out. Like mm. we just went to see people who we hadn't really seen in a long time. Yeah. And just like, 
But yeah, that was kind of it, really. It sounds quite like it was last minute, but because the because obviously right now everything's calmed down for UK mm. for England specifically, so we're a bit more like oh things are opening up. So it seems like it was it was still when you're there, you're kind of like okay, we're here now. I just can't believe how last minute like you were just like yeah, we're going to France. And I was like you're what? <laughs> yeah, we really wanted to go, and I think we really wanted to travel and. Like, we hadn't traveled together as a family. Mm-hmm. It was just nice just to get away and have a break. And because I work in full-time, I'm studying part-time, and I had reading week, it was, like, the only time like, I could oh, go. I need to go so now. it was, I didn't know that my half-term, like, matched up with everybody else's half-term. So ah. that was the only other thing. So it was quite busy coming back. Like, when I tell you, it was rammed. There were yeah. so many people coming back. I was actually surprised the amount of people that are traveling. But I think because the restrictions had eased, and people want to go, wanted to go away because also, like, I've read somewhere that travel is coming back. Yeah. It is well, has, well, this Well, this trip, has it given you that kind of, whoa, I've this is what I've just missed out on for two years? Like, yeah, I don't let's know. start booking things. Yeah, I mean, well, I really wanted to travel this year yeah. anyway because I think we're getting itchy feet, isn't it? So because yeah. I went to go France and then I've also booked just before I went there to go to America. Yeah, yeah. And then 30 this year. Yes, you are. I always wanted to go to Miami for my 30th birthday, even though I've been there before. So, yeah, I've booked my flights to America. Mm. I still haven't really looked into everything that I need there. But I got my visa already because you just need an Esther, isn't it? So that takes literally, like, 15 minutes to do online. And it only costs, like, I don't know, $15 or something. It's, like, £10. I don't even know. It might even be cheaper than that. Mm-hmm. And that literally came back. I got my visa approved within like 40 minutes. Oh, amazing. So, again, I don't know if it's different because I've been to America quite a lot of times. Yeah. But yeah, it just came back straight away. So I've got my visa. I just still need to get travel insurance. And then by the time, because I'm going in March, check all what other restrictions and stuff Do are you in feel place. because you've done France now and you know what to expect in terms of like the kind of like bam 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 this is think these are the things I need to need I need and this is like the shorter space of time and yes it will be different for America but does it make you feel does it ease up that process a bit or is it still a bit more like oh like it, it's gonna be hard it'll be worth it but it'll be it'll still be different or do you feel like you know what to expect yeah no I do think it'll be different I think I needed to go to France as kind of I guess more local trip even though it's not that local mm-hmm. but to know what to expect because I yeah. think there is a lot of more people got a lot more anxiety around it like I definitely had a lot more anxiety about travel and I travel all the time before and even though I still had like some anxieties it's not it's not the same it's like because there's so many more documents mm-hmm. to do there's so many more things to fill out and oh what if my like test comes back positive like what if this happens what if that happens I guess it's all that anxiety like what if what if what if because there's so many things to do and also I think you can't, I can't really travel the same way that I used to travel. Like, mm-hmm. I can't just book just to go France last minute. Like, yeah. I have to take into consideration all of these other things before I go now. And then also, like, we didn't really talk about in the last episode, but we just mentioned, like, you know, Brexit. Like, I can only go to France for up to 90 days now. You know, yeah. like before you could just go there for any amount of Which time. Which is crazy. Yeah, but everything's yeah. changed again, mm-hmm. isn't it? Like, not just because of COVID, but because of other things that have been happening in the world. Mm-hmm. But I think definitely, like, doing that trip has made me feel a bit more comfortable about going to America and doing other trips. Like, I know it takes a lot more... There's a lot more things that I need to do, but mm-hmm. it, I've done it now. I mean, I still haven't flown yet. 
I know <laughs> that the airport and the plane. I know your your stance on airports and flights is different to mine. <laughs> yeah. I don't like them. I like flights. Yeah. I just like being in the air and the quiet. And I tend but to. But do you think is it the anxiety around like right, I need to get through this and then the, and insecurity? Yeah, it's, it's definitely the airport security and all the questioning yeah. and like. And then actually, my question actually, I have a question around that because you mentioned the anxieties that yourself and people might have when traveling do you feel like this then changes the face of travel for people with anxiety who would have needed like a bit of small coaxing to go somewhere you know kind of like people like me to be like it could be all right we'll get there it'll be fine it'll be nice to know but having those extra bits and pieces in that last minute and the time like that time restriction in getting yourself prepped because getting a test within 48 hours or 24 hours is actually a time restriction because you can't get it a week before. Mm. You have to. It's, it's, it's like last minute for some people. Like, do you think that then changes the kind of way that these people might actually go travelling? Yeah, I do I do think it will have an impact because yeah. it definitely even impacts me as, like, somebody who I'd consider myself to travel a lot, mm-hmm. you know. Um, very well travelled, Daniel. Yeah. <laughs> So I do think it will impact people because, like, people are a bit more anxious and worried because of COVID. Mm. Like, obviously, we've seen a bit of, like, a mental health decline because of everything that's happened, the uncertainty, the worry. And I do think it does make things a bit more difficult. I also think with, like, you know, I'm not against, like, vaccines or anything like that, but I think it does restrict people. Like, if you're not vaccinated or there's reasons why you can't get vaccinated or stuff, like, it's a whole different process. You know, Mm -hmm. you've got, like, isolate for 10 days, like... It does restrict a lot of people from being able to just travel the, yeah. the way that you used to travel. So it doesn't. Know? So travel doesn't actually. It's not the same as pre-pandemic. It is. No. It's one hundred percent different. Even if, like, when you take into consideration vaccination statuses, that then completely changes your approach of where you'll go, what you'll do, where you're going, mm. and you know, it, it it does. It makes a massive difference, and I don't really. It'll be interesting to see how the travel industry then works around this new thing and like for the next over the next few months we'll see how opening up I guess opening up the world you know I'm I no one can see me but I'm doing those little like finger things where I'm like opening so opening the world up um will have different effects I think for travelers and it would yeah it would be interesting to see I do find though the minute like this year and I was like yeah restrictions are calming I went right back like I regressed to my pre-pandemic self and I thought you know what I'm just gonna book everything I'm gonna plan it all I'm booked my annual leave's done da, da, da. I'm going and then I took a second to breathe and be like what, what just happened like what just happened how did what did I just do what are my long-term goals I don't think they exist <laughs> do you know what I mean yeah no, I know what you mean yeah, no, I just think it's interesting, isn't it? I mean, because obviously when you did travel, you always need to get, well, depending on where you go, like a vaccine to go somewhere. You know? Yeah. Like we said, like, last time we went to Kenya, you got, like, your yellow fever vaccine. Yeah, I didn't actually need it, but... <laughs> <laughs> I know, but some places yeah, you go, you it. do need it. Or, like, yeah. when I was going to go to China, which I still haven't been to yet, I got, like, my rabies vaccine mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So, you know... I had babies for Kenya, I think. Yeah, yeah, there is, like, vaccines that you do need to get. Yeah. But, again, it's just, like... I don't know, it just feels different, isn't it? Because it's, it's for a completely different, different reason. It's not it's, for every country. It's not for, like, each individual country no, and they have their reason. I, 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 yeah, it's, it's such a nuanced It's topic. global. It's global, yeah. isn't it? But, yeah. But, anyway, so I think... Yeah, it's... It can feel more difficult to travel, mm-hmm. but it is possible. You just have to do a lot more research than uh-huh. I think before, isn't it? But once you do the research, 
And I think a lot of sites, like I said, the Eurotunnel was really helpful in telling me what I needed. Mm -hmm. And you've mentioned before, gov.co.uk. There used to always be also be another travel site that I used to look at for like vaccines and stuff like that. I can't remember what it's called. It's called like travel or something. Yeah. Um, I'd have to like look it up. But also, um, and I, I actually tip, like it's not a travel hack, but it is a tip. If you're going to a country, don't just rely on your own country's guidance. Like go on. So I was planning a trip to Italy, booked my flight yesterday morning. Um, <laughs> I was on the Italian government website. Yeah just to make sure, in English, just to make sure that I'm on top of, and then it was on top of everything to make sure, like, I'm covered, and yeah, like, they're kind of repeating things, um, yeah. they said slightly different things, but it was all there, so just yeah. having that extra backup, go on their government's website, they might have different rules for national travel, Yeah. so, you know, because you, if you're going somewhere and actually you don't plan to stay in one place, that looks different, city hopping is different because some places will require you to have different passes to go from one city to another. Mm. It depends where you're going because that's that's the premise of backpacking Europe is you're jumping between places. That's not looking the same. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it's like important to ask, like you said, go on the, the government website of the actual country because that's mm-hmm. what I did for France as well. And then also try and, like, ask people who maybe have been there recently or if you know somebody who's a local or even, like, when you're listening to this podcast, yeah. you're hearing <laughs> tips because, for example, like, France needed, they called it, like, a pass vaccinal. But mm-hmm. it actually turns out that it's just your COVID pass. So it's not, like, a separate... Because I was a bit confused as well. Yeah, like, like you get a bit, like, what do I need? Where do you yeah. get this from? But that's what they call their COVID pass. But you mm-hmm. can just use your own international COVID pass to show that you're, like vaccinated because that's what they need at the moment for you to be able to go in and do these different things and then they'll have different rules as well won't they like in france you need to to be fully vaccinated you need to have your booster as well where like in the uk your class is like fully vaccinated if you've had two of your jabs again things are changing all the time but like i said it's literally just about doing the research so like dedicate that time and then you'll feel so much more like confident traveling yeah Mm -hmm. so it's just it's just planning like we always say isn't it before like just planning taking the time do all the research and then you know you don't have to do it like five days before like what we do sometimes like just plan what you want to do and like take your time with it and it is possible Mm -hmm. like it just feels stressful but it is possible and like mine was only stressful because I was doing it for five people yeah yeah I don't don't know how you did that I just did it for myself But yeah, so you've got big plans. So you've just made your flights to Italy. Italy. Like, where else are you going? Have you done all the research for every individual places? Well, because of you and how excited I am for your 30th, we're also going to France again. (laughs) That's my first trip. That'll be my first UK trip. It'll be France. Mm -hmm. And then it's, so it's Italy, Texas, Norway, Australia, and then I had four days off for my birthday and I was like, ah, I might go somewhere. Probably not because before Australia, because, you know, <laughs> actually to start <laughs> planning it. And then I've planned 2023 as well. So, you oh know, I'm God. just saying, I know exactly where I'm going. <laughs> I don't know when, though. But no, this year, major plans. And weirdly enough, and as much as I'm like, yeah, I want to see new places, there will be two places I'm seeing that are new. But actually, just to let you know, Everywhere I'm going, I'm actually going to see people. Mm-hmm. Italy, um, I just found out yesterday. We were so confused. I was planning with Teresa, my friend who lives there, and her family. I'm going on Easter weekend, which means we're planning a trip. We're like, yeah, we'll go to Milan. We'll do this. We'll be entire, like, with your uh, sisters, their partners. No, 
We're going to the mountains, chilling with her family, doing what I've done whenever I've visited her. And actually, I'm so fine with that because I get to see them as long as they feel comfortable and safe around it. Like, I get to see them and I get to do what I love in Italy and that is to go to the mountains and eat some fresh food. Like, it'll be good. Um, So yeah, Italy's all planned, done. And I did, it actually took me, what, half an hour just to make sure, like, I know what I need and blah, blah. And I just listed everything I needed. And then in the end, I just went, okay, well, I can't do anything right now until close to the time. Mm. That's the thing. I've got everything. I'm confident. I have to double check everything two weeks before and then get my eggs in order. <laughs> Is that a thing? Eggs, get your bath, eggs in the bath? I, I don't guess. Know. We're not quite Easter, but, you know, you're going there for Easter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Trying to do a little pun, but, you know. Um, and then Norway... I'm seeing my friend, my friend Caroline, I met when we were both traveling. She's from Norway, we were traveling in Australia. We used to work together. So I'm going to go see her, stay with her, um, stay a few days in Tromso. Like, it'll be so nice. And then Texas, seeing, seeing. Finally going to America. Yeah, finally going to, I've never been to America. Finally going to America, seeing Hannah. I'm not actually doing anything when I'm in Texas. I'm just seeing Hannah. Mm. And she'll have a little baby then as well. So that'll be amazing yes i'm gonna make up for not being able to go to her epic wedding with llamas and all sorts like i missed out on that um and then yeah same where else am i going australia you said that already. yeah australia australia is a big one yeah i can't wait you should see the smile on her face right now (laughs) like she's literally beaming yeah australia i'm not even gonna start talking about it because i won't stop yeah but yeah i can't wait and actually i will just dependent on work circumstances if I'm there for two weeks then that is going to be two jam-packed weeks but you can bet that I am saving all my money to eat out every single day (laughs) so because you have this whole travel plans for the year yeah did you buy travel insurance for the year listen have you listened to me here's a travel hack spoiler y'all um I'm never saying that again I did. So I thought, hey, £145 for five weeks in Kenya sounds a bit steep. No. Mm. Um, and then I looked yesterday morning and I was like, right, our first trip, I'm not going to say the date, but like our first trip is soon for your birthday. So I thought, let's let's have a little look around. Um, went on Money Supermarket, basic. and But I went through it properly. So they list everything. And I was like, right, minimum days. So maximum days that you can be in a country. Mm-hmm with that travel insurance so I picked a 60 day policy which was hard to find because I was like I'm what if what if something happens I don't know what if I'm there for longer than two months um and so I picked that and then I just made sure that I looked at the COVID policies as well and a lot of insurers now do include like all of them include COVID and they Mm. will have certain stipulations and you're actually covered under a lot of things dependent on your choice to go somewhere and FCO guidance Mm. So if you're going against guidance, then you're not covered for shit, unfortunately. Okay. Um, so let's say if, so, if a country's on a red list, because the red list still exists. Yeah. So if a country's on a red list, you go there, you're not covered for shit. Like you're you're choosing to go somewhere. Um, but they, I read in the fine print for the insurance I went with was called Multitrip. And in their fine print, if you book your insurance before the 12th of March, if I, I feel like it's 12th of March, then you're covered on like there's more things you're covered under from 12th of March there's less cover for certain scenarios and situations so 
go on, look at the small print. Book book your ship before the 12th of March. I don't know why the 12th of March. Maybe I don't know. things have changed. Yeah, I don't know what something. the significance of that date is. but Or maybe it's something to do with the company themselves. I don't know. But yeah, go have a look. It cost me like £95 for the whole year. Wow. Yeah, for, and it was global cover. So that includes like 267 countries, I think. Not like there's some countries it doesn't cover. Um, but yeah, imagine if I'd just done that when I went to Kenya imagine but how did... much money you would save oh my your god whole life. <laughs> but you've done it now which is the main thing yeah so. and I'm so happy I've done it because that's it mm. I'm not I'm not worried I'm like oh I don't that's one less thing to do when you're doing all your other paperwork <laughs> put it that way yeah and print that out as well just so you, have, yeah, yeah, yeah. you print, need that print for your like insurance. reference and claims if, if anything yeah. were to happen as well which is I quite good I print double copies of everything and I'll put it in my if I take hold stuff I put it in the hold and then I also put it in my main like um cabin bag as well yeah because I'm extra you just never know yeah I mean you never know <laughs> question for you though so do you think the world is opening up again for travel or are you just traveling the world because you're just like... Despite of everything. Yeah. I think a bit of both. Because when I was booking Italy, my friend Teresa said, oh, but like, the, the, there were still things here. Like, there's still restrictions. You know, like, think about it. And I was like, oh, yeah, you're right. Like, I, It might look different here. It It's not advisable, but you could just walk into a restaurant without a mask and I'm just going to turn you away right now. Like, mm. you're not going to get in trouble. You're not going to get fined. But if you go somewhere else and you forget for a second, and I mean, we don't forget, but it, it just looks different for every country. But I, I don't know. And I don't think I care if it's fully opened yet or not. Like, I'm literally like, I want to see people. I'm safe. I'm being careful. I am wearing a mask when possible. I'm fully vaccinated. I'm boosted. Also, I could go travel. <laughs> yeah, you're following all the rules. So following your insurance all the rules. will cover you. Exactly. And so, obviously, I'm still, for the friends I'm seeing, I'm still like, do you feel comfortable? Do you feel safe? Because mm. you always need to stop for a second and go, right, how do you feel about it? But, actually, I also do think places, places want us. The places I go to want me there. These <laughs> small little villages and towns, they need me. <laughs> they might actually not need me. They might go, oh, we've had so much time without all these like scruffy travelers like we're fine without them but actually what you'll find is you know that they're, they're the people that love having new people in their town and love talking to them and there is hospitality around the world there are people that need jobs and me traveling will keep them in their job then i'll do it yeah treat, keep travel agents in their job as well then I, you know i mean I, to be fair i would i think travel agencies are going to have a financial comeback mm-hmm. because Going with one would probably make your life a little bit more easier, and especially if you're like a traveling beginner or you're not 100% comfortable anymore. Like, you know, they, they can kind of walk you through the process, and there's nothing wrong with that. I don't go with travel agencies because for some, some reason I like giving myself a headache and I like the stress, obviously. I'm like, oh my God, last minute. But I would probably, you know, if I was in Italy for longer and I wanted to see the whole of Italy, it would make my life easier to book a tour. I've actually done a tour in Italy before. <laughs> I would book a tour in Italy with a expert, with a local expert and a local professional, and I feel so much more confident and secure that I've got everything in order because yeah. you've got someone just kind of planning that aspect for you. So I would do that, considering you know if I was there for longer. But yeah, I mean, I still recommend like my friend wants to travel or maybe 
the beginning of next year like travel the world like do a really big trip and we've been talking about that a lot which has been really exciting because obviously I'm like you get well into that conversation (laughs) go 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 live your life have new experiences um but yeah I said to her again like I don't know if these companies are still around they Mm -hmm. still probably are but I think you know, I haven't checked online recently, but, you know, I recommended to her, like, STA Travel, because obviously I used them when I first, like, traveled yeah. to America and stuff. There's, like, Global global Work and Travel Co., yeah. which do, like, you know, working holiday visas, traveling trips, like, all those kind of things, volunteering. Like, there's loads of travel companies that are probably still out there that you can use. And I was advised to, like, go and look and see, because, mm-hmm. like you said, they will help you plan your trip they'll know what's current what you need what you don't need so it goes they'll a bit do back. the harder legwork right they'll do the legwork for you they'll tell you exactly what you need mm-hmm. so it kind of goes back to a bit like if you are feeling anxious and you don't want to do this stuff and the research yourself mm-hmm. there are people who will do it for you and like you may have to pay a bit more but then equally it's like well you know you are paying for an experience isn't yeah it? that's what travel is all about anyway it's just all about the experience like if it's about the money then you know Oh. Yeah, I don't know really, if it was tra- travel. Just can't be about the money, right? It just doesn't make sense. That's obviously coming from my very tiny box over here. <laughs> That's my opinion. Um, but what do you think? Do you think the world is opening up and being like open arms to travelers, or are we all jumping the gun a bit and we're like, "Ha, see, see you in a month. <laughs> we're coming." <laughs> yeah, I don't wins. know because I think it's like. I think it is open up, but then I think again we're just we're different in the UK because we've handled we've, things a lot differently, isn't it? So yeah. we're just like, oh yeah, we're ready to go now. <laughs> like things are back to normal, yeah. kind of, even though they're not like one hundred percent. But things have changed, and it is about like living with the change and adapting to mm-hmm. the change. So, and I think that's basically like what we're doing as like you know people. But then again, like you know, I don't know what the rest of the world is doing if they're traveling. Like, yeah, I'd... who's going where? Who's doing what? I have no idea either. I do know the only the only contention with all of this is that I will be super careful two weeks prior to any trip. So I've got to be careful a lot between the months of April, May, June. And yeah, <laughs> because I'm going away a lot in those months. But like, yeah. I don't want to get ill. Yeah. So I don't want to, you know, I'm like, I want my PCR test to be negative. Yes. So that that adds that extra bit in and when I'm away I want that PCR test to be negative when I come back so you know it does make you go right you still have that thing at the back of your mind but you need to be on top of it and that's the one thing when I'm thinking of all the trips I'm going to go on I'm like I need to be careful because some trips are close to each other yeah I've got like two trips I've got I'm also going to the Cotswolds at some point this year but that's not abroad so that's fine but like I've got three trips in a row and I'm like oh if I don't want to get ill before that anyway right yeah but it's any illness because i'll just get paranoid now i have a car and i'm like oh my god (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean it's a bit complicated isn't it but like again just but it's worth it i think um well you can't live your life just being with the what ifs though and like just waiting like oh what if this happens what if that like you know when i was booking my flights to america my american friend said you better not get COVID before you come. <laughs> and I was like, thanks. Obviously, I'm going to try not like, to. Touch but like, all my tickets are non-refundable, like yeah. non-changeable. So I can't get COVID before I come. But if I do, like I do, but I can't yeah. just not book it. Is that something, is that, that's, that's accepting it, right? Because you're yeah. right. You can't just not book it because what life is that? Yeah. Not like, booking anything because you're not seeing anything. You're not going anywhere. Like I... Obviously, there was a lot of life to live in the present moment where we are. I get it. But 
that's something you value, it's something you love, like you're never going to do it ever again, you know? But then, like you're saying, it comes at a risk. And the risk is, oh, you might lose all your shit, like all your money. Yeah, <laughs> but then at the same time, I like, what else am I going to lose? I'm going to lose the opportunity of going yeah. if I don't try. So and that is have like, to try. It's the risk, is like, it's that, that question is, is the risk worth taking? And there will be people that will think, no, it's not. I'm all good. I can travel my local country, the locality. Like, it's all good. I've got everything I need here. And that is fine. Yeah, because there's lots of beautiful places yeah. to see and do in the UK. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's... All, and there's other people, options. It's just not enough. And I'm not saying it's not enough because I did a lot in the UK. Oh, we did a day trip to Wales that time. Like, you know, we've done things in the United Kingdom. Mm. But maybe it's not enough. Because now, you now like, it's enough because you're telling yourself it's enough because you're in a pandemic. But the minute the borders are, like, open, you're like, yep, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> but again, I think it just goes back to the options that people have, isn't it? Because yeah. if you're unvaccinated, then for whatever reason that may be, like, it's a completely mm-hmm. different it is. situation. So there's still, like, you've still got options to still explore your own, like... Country exactly, and, and like we Scotland said, there's so and many Wales and yeah. other places. As and if well. you're in the, like you know, any country you're from will have these beautiful aspects to it. It's just finding them and it's going and like exploring those there. No, yeah, but well, I think we're gonna wrap up this one today. Um, we were gonna skip fire around today actually and just share our travel hacks, which we kind of touched on today. So, Artie, do you want to... Oh, I said mine, didn't I? Yeah. Threw me under the bus. Um, I said the travel, travel hack again. Um, yeah, so my travel hack was getting your travel insurance for the year, but also try and look now, look now before the 12th of March. Um, and a lot of, discla- like, look at the disclaimers, because a lot of places offer you a little bit more cover before the 12th of March. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, have a little, have a browse of that yeah and because just cheaper as well rather than buying it. yeah it's cheaper for the whole year um danielle's done this most of her life i have not and i won't even touch upon the aspects of when i just didn't get travel insurance <laughs> on my european trips because that was a thing at some point but actually you need to start looking after your future you your financial you <laughs> your future financial you basically and not having insurance while in another country is not a smart thing to do <laughs> Yeah, so talking a bit about like financial you and uh-huh. saving money. Um, so my travel hack was, I know touch on a bit, but like if you go on Money Saving Experts, um, which is done by like Martin Lewis and team, they tell you all the different places and the cheap places where you can get PCR and lateral flow tests from. So you can go on there and they'll just have a list of all the different places like in London, all across like the, the UK as well. You can go online just again, read the firing pins because some places like um, I tried to do this one online, but you had to do it five days before you were traveling. So just like read, research them. But that like lateral flow test was only $15.99. That is so cheap. Yeah. And it's the fifth fit for fly. So, you know, it was all good for travel. But yeah, just do your research again. Some real handy, I think for some real trending, handy, current tips from us. Um, I think that's all we've got for today, right? Yeah, so as usual, you guys can catch us on all of the platforms, Spotify, Apple, Google, still not on YouTube yet. Yeah, we'll still not out. on YouTube. If you want to want to put us on YouTube, then come along to us and talk to us about it. But otherwise, we're not on YouTube. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for listening. As always, we... You know, we'll be back soon.
Thanks. Thanks.